Welcome back, everybody. This is Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetSports. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and joining me as always, Mr. Andy Moller. How are we doing, Andy? We're looking nice in your BetSports hat there. It's unfortunate we can't have the green screen thing where you've got the green screen B, but I'll take it. Yeah, that's trippy, actually. So I don't know if I I don't know if I need that in my life. But yeah, I'm good. Tennis was fun yesterday. I only do one ATP pick a day, but we got two winners yesterday because it took so fucking long to finish some of the Tuesday matches I went into yesterday. And yeah, the uh, what was yesterday? Fuksovics plus four, four and a half. He lost the first set close, and then he won two sets. When you're up two sets to one, you're usually leading in the games, which he was. He then went and decided to not win a single game in the fourth set, which was basically Bad. I looked at it. I'm like, all right, he's up by four. I'm like, he could lose 6-2, 6-2, and we're still Gucci here. It loses 6-0, and I actually had to sweat at the end. It was not all that fun, but Fuksovics plus four and a half does come home. And the uh, Kubler money line, whatever you had from the day before, gets there as well. And, yeah, we're underway. It looks like we have Chilich kicking the shit out of Ramos right now. Evans is up a set, or excuse me, a break on James Duckworth. Uh, Chorich down a break. That's not good. He's supposed to be winning that. And then the women have four matches that are going already. Jesse Pagula is already up a break. Marta Kostuk appears like she's going to lose to Vika. Oh, that's not a good win. She's, she's a dog there, I guess. But it yeah, is. Yeah, close like 130, man, 135. Man of the library would point out that is a Ukrainian woman. So could be the comeback. Uh, in the somehow Alex, Alex Androva's already won a set. Ukrainian versus a Belarusian, Andy. Oh, shit. That's like grudge match on grudge match. All right. Everyone Belinda. go match that Kostuk live. Belinda Sirstea. So four women's matches already underway. And uh, I, I'm i just going to jump right into it. Mine is a much later match. Should be on the... I think this is on the grandstand. It is. This is in the grandstand. I think it's last in order of play on the grandstand. So this is one of those... Or second to last where it starts at like 3 or 4 p.m. Eastern. Going back to the well, but not getting quite as aggressive with this. Because he is taking on a much better player this time around. Not only a much better player, but a fit player. And that is something you can start to look at. when, you, Especially, uh, maybe not so much on the women's side. Deeper in the tournament, though. You know, the, the, aggregate, the aggregation of games and court time does start to build up. But more so on the men's side, some of these men have to play five sets repeatedly. Which is their own damn fault. Don't lose. You want to play fewer tennis sets, just win them all. It's that simple, buddy. Just move on with three O's. But it will start to build up, and you do need to start to look at some of these guys that gas, like Jack Sock. Um, and Francis, Francis TFO is not that guy. He's always in shape. He is a he's a he's a fit player. We're not worried about that here. I just don't have this big of a spread with this one here. You can take some Kubler money line. I don't know if I'd suggest it. I think this one does go, you know, maybe even an over. I think this is a very competitive match where he wins at least a set. Uh, That price wasn't great though. So Kubler plus five, minus 115. Not like some unknown player, but it's another one of these guys. It's like, if you 
put these two guys together at the Australian Open, this is a way bigger price. Like he is kind of an an up and comer from uh hey, he's Australian, right? Are we just my only betting on like Australian players this week? So I know yeah. nothing of the Kubler. He is he is I had to triple check that. I'm because some of these guys, it's like, oh, uh, who's the so Tracy Austin's son? You know, uh, you know Tracy Austin. She won, I do. you know, way back. Her son, that Holt kid, he's yeah. uh everyone made a big deal. Well, there's actually there was actually another player in the tournament whose mother won this several times, but it's like uh one of those her last name's a little different because they Americanized in a touch. And you know, her mother played for like Czechoslovakia and she plays for the US. Sometimes it's like Ansimova. She's Russian. She's Russian, guys, but she is an American player because that's where she's born. That's where she plays for. Some of that's, well, even like the older uh, Misha Zverev, he was born in Russia. He's not really German, but that's how we get around some of these things. Regardless, Kubler, up and coming player. He's had a really nice hardcore season here. I think he's maybe live to win this. I got a plus five, minus 115 at bookmaker i want to say there were some other places you know shop around as always on this i'm sure you're seeing this too with the spreads oh yeah i feel like i feel like it's more again another one that's a little more disparate on the men's side especially in the totals i there was one total where two books men's totals are a game or two different depending on where you go yeah, but just because of the the you know the five, best of five stuff, but there was one where it was like this place had thirty eight flat, and another place had thirty nine and a half flat. It's like what are, you know? What are we doing here? Am I gonna am I gonna try to middle a a tennis match? It's not enough for even a twenty to one shot, but it's uh it's definitely a chaperone thing because there's a lot of four and a halves out there. Try to find yourself a five. Even I paid a little extra, but I'm fine with that at this point. Yeah, and the juice is wildly different too. I mean, I've seen. There was a four and a half. It was minus 125, one place, minus 105 and others. So um, tennis uh, books can be very slow. So definitely open them all up and check. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then uh, do you have any action going right now? Like I said, there's four women's matches already. Are you uh, sweating anything? We got Pagula to close out a parlay from yesterday. And I did bet Kostjuk on the money line. I also have her to win the tournament at a very big number. But was able to get her plus 160, closed around plus 130, so at least my CLB will keep me warm. Yeah. I think I might have a Benchich like an old, well, of course she's going to, she's facing a break point now. I might have like Benchich to win the whole thing. Uh, like an older one, like a 50 to 1 or something. I'm going to go dig that out. Of course she's going to lose now as a favorite. God damn it. But uh, <laughs> today, the queen, not the queen Serena. Returns. The real queen, the real queen. My queen, returns. your queen. And we're laying it. We're laying it. <laughs> I do a, a handful of stuff going on today. Um, just a lot I like on the board. And of course, we'll start with Zhang Jinwen, as I tried to pick up on all the Chinese people saying it a whole bunch of times on Tuesday. Because, Andy, they were pretty confused at a white man screaming queen over and over again. But it didn't stop me, I promise. Love her matchup today. Goes up against Anastasia Potapova. Um, Basically a worse version of Ostapenko. Um, you know, kind of a similar game, really a wild up and down player, can redline at any time, um, really hits the ball strongly, but can be very up and down, extremely erratic. Really like the spot here for Zhang. Um, plus 
played her yesterday, minus two and zero. Oh. Um, got the money line at a little bit better number, but still seeing minus two and a half games here, minus three games at less than standard juice, minus three games at plus money some places. Just really think she takes care of business. And if she does, Potapova is generally not someone that keeps matches close when she loses. So go ahead and lay the games with Zhang today. Feel free to put her in a parlay if you want, but I like this number even better. I do have another parlay that will take Irina Camellia Begu, put her with Danielle Rose Collins. I like the triple names, so we'll stack them all together. Begu goes up against UAUAN, just an overwhelmed UA you want it should be in this case Begu consistently top 50 top 60 um, doesn't necessarily win matches spectacularly but the type of player that generally beats everybody behind her loses to everybody in front of her Yuan should just be outmatched here and anything that she picked up coming through qualifying and or anything like that all at that advantage is gone so give me Begu and then Daniel Rose Collins she actually closes the match out tonight so you got something early and then you can even sweat the last match goes up against Christina Buxa Buxa, another Spaniard that is a little underrated on hard courts, but it's going to be no match for Collins, who generally does play this event very well and kind of builds up towards this North American hard court season. Really like this quite a bit. Um, so I'll put the two together, um, get minus 110. I'd have that parlay closer to minus 130, minus 135 myself. So I don't mind laying a little bit of juice there. And we will go with the German here for Andy. Jewel, not Julia, not Jules. It's, I screw this up all the time. Jewel. Nehemiah, just like the 90s pop singer, plus 130. She goes up against Yulia Putinseva. Putinseva taking advantage of some weak opponents. Again, Anna Samova not healthy here. Putinseva upsets her in the first round. Broken Continues foot, to carry over like. a little bit of momentum there. I just give me Nehemiah here. I have this is a pick them. So plus 120, plus 125. There's a plus 130 out there still. Go for it. Another very young player. Everyone likes to talk about Coco Goff, but the Fruvatova sisters have been doing very well. I believe this particular Fruvatova is 18 or 17. The other one's like 16. But Linda here, yes, folks, Linda goes up against Garbina Muguruza. Muguruza did get the win in the first match. Um, you know, stuck at us a bit there. I'm just going to keep going back to the well. Plus 160, Fruvatova coming through qualifying. Someone, again, who kind of fits the bill of what I'm looking for, a younger player on a bit of an upward ascension at the end of the year. You know, Muguruza should be able to outclass her. She is one of the better women's tennis players of all time. She's a multiple-time Grand Slam champion, but I don't care. I look at what she's done this year. I have this much closer, plus 160. We'll take a couple first what, set. What is her first name? Um, Linda Fruvertova. Linda? Linda and Brenda Fruvertova. What? All these Europeans have cool names like Garbine and... Uh, it's even, I think, know, just spelled uh, like Linda. There's Arena, not like a weird J in there. And yeah, I mean, man. Petra and all these cool European names, Linda and Brenda. I think they sound, I think they sound like they're from was Missouri. All right, whatever. Fruto, <laughs> Fruvitova is super cool. All right. Some, Couple uh, first set overs. And again, as always with these, if you've got a book that'll give you over 10 and a half and over 12 and a half, sprinkle a little bit. Ladder it up for our buddy Snides, if you will. But Plishkova, Buskova, this is going to be sort of a classic WTA match where I will have a first set over here and almost immediately will go back in and whack live the second set under nine and a half. Um, these two have played a handful of times. The first set is generally a battle. And given what Plishkova has done the last couple of weeks, given how she just kind of bailed on that match in Cincinnati, I really wanted to play the over here, but nine and a half, that was the standard juice. Actually, I think I got it at plus 100 last night. Um, you're looking around the books, they've got this total of 21 and a half, might even close just shy of 22, maybe even achieve 22 somewhere. And again, this correlation just looks off. The balance of this match is going to be a long first set, short second set. So give me over nine and a half. And 
Again, if you've got over 10 and a half, 12 and a half, great. Same thing here. Kanepi Sabalenka, both women that really push hard in the first set. I think there's a great chance we see a 7-5, 7-6, something like that. But then things kind of get out of hand. Um, Sabalenka is someone who really struggles down a set unless it's against a lesser player. And even if she does, it's she loses the next set quickly or wins the next two very quickly. It's uh, just generally the balance of the match here. And again, the total is 21, 21 and a half. I think it's going to push up. It'll be a very juicy 21 and a half. And this should be at least 10. So nine and a half, you should see that in standard juice or less and stack a 10 and a half and a 12 and a half on top of that too. All of those are today and just one play for tomorrow. An early look on a total here. Allison over risk playing against Wang Ziyu. Um, Wang Ziyu with the impressive victory down two sets, able to win the next two seven five seven five. Um, to beat Maria Sakkari. It was a ton of fun to watch that match. Apologies to anybody that had Sakkari outrights, but just remember, you can't trust Greeks in Grand Slams. It just doesn't go well for them. Give me the over here, though. This this honestly should be 22, probably. Um, it's hard to make it for a case for 22, but the way both of these players play, um, going to be really long. And once the set overs come out, we'll be playing a first set over here as well. I so, like it. Yeah. Things. Go go look for the men's Greek player in the draw right now because he is gone. So it took like 15 match points, but yes, it's a pass. The whole Greek, the whole Greek nation is gone. I shouldn't say that for sure. There, I can't think of any other Greek players. I am going to say that for sure. So, oh man, um, look, that's who it was. Thank you, Dan. I, I knew man, that I'd yeah, seen man, that. Dan, I knew someone I bet on. I just couldn't remember. Man, yeah, because her mom, her name is Mandlik. Her mom's name is Mandlikova. Which is fine. I, like it. I don't know. People people change their names. That's fine. Good luck, though. Uh, I don't reading, mind if Samson ever makes a deep run, but maybe not. I'm reading long. a book, and I know this is like a very common name, especially among like you know European people of Jewish descent. But like Moscow, I can't see the last name Moskowitz and not think of uh, an American tale. Five goes west, because in that they give them the name Moskowitz, and it just <laughs> makes me laugh every time. I don't know why I thought of that, but. Uh, that's probably a name they would have changed when they got to Ellis Island as well. Um, speaking of the East Coast, there, I said, hey, no golf this week. But there kind of is. And I did promise my grandchildren, who don't exist yet, <laughs> that I would bet every single live event. And they are coming fast and furious. Now, there's two this month. We are in September. There's one in Boston. One, ah, oh, they say Chicago. But, boy, sure, it ain't Chicago. It is, it's a ways from Chicago. It's out in the burbs, out past the burbs, honestly. So two events in a few weeks here. It's starting at the International up in Boston. One of the things I complained about in one of my newsletters was just like, it's so hard to find like information on these courses. You know, you, you play an event at any of these places, the PGA plays, and there's a million preview articles. Like uh, I need to hammer on Ron about that as like, Man, we need we need like live uh, previews just so people have something to like look at. I can't find information on half the courses half the time. You know, the I'm unlike the actual website where you book tea times to go play there for some of the info. One of the <laughs> one of the events there the was preview videos. Yeah, I mean, one of the events I pulled up as many articles as I could find in a bunch of tabs, and the first two listed the par for the course at two different things. I mean, they couldn't even agree on what par was for the uh, for the event that weekend. But interesting, I digress. Problematic. 
It is, uh, and it's the only game in town. There's no PGA event. There's some DP World Tour, but we do have the full field heading up to shipping up to Boston. A lot of big names. Um, Data Golf even pointed out this was a tougher field. And again, there's only 48 men, but the strength of the field is more so than seven of the events on tour last year. And they're like the seven shittiest events, obviously, but they are starting to get enough names where it's actually, you know, something to shake a stick at. And regardless of everything you've heard, and this is the biggest pain in the ass for me, is finding out that these men have gotten these huge bonus checks, and then when they win, (laughs) some of them have signed deals, or maybe all of them, we don't know. Or it's just like, Oh, that comes out of your bonus. Like, if you win more than your bonus and you can keep it, I, that's how it's sort of explained by Shipnuck. So, like, it doesn't jive with, like, the effort level. But I still, if I just look at the numbers, I made one small matchup bet. I actually got this at minus 107 over at Bookmaker. Essentially, they have Cam Smith as an underdog to DJ. DJ's a fine golfer. And maybe even a year ago, that would be fine. I don't know if they're... You know, the market is giving him credit for playing on Live Longer, or, you know, he's acclimated himself to this. He's had a longer layoff and he's had time. But Cam Smith is maybe the best golfer not named Rory right now. He's amazing. He's at the top. It shouldn't be an underdog to anyone on the Live Tour right now. And get it. Yeah, I got him as a minus 107 underdog price. On Bookmaker this morning, that's the only thing I'm playing for Boston. Outrights feel like um, an absolute crapshoot because some of these, I mean, there are some of these lesser known players that shoot up the leaderboard and I can't make any sense of uh, the stats on some of that stuff. So Cam Smith over DJ, full tournament, 54-hole matchup, as we call him here on the LIV. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I'm playing. I'll put that in the. I should put that in the Discord for the golf followers. How has the uh, outrights for Live been? Do you have an idea what kind of the average outright winner has been? I mean, is it has it been a bunch of high numbers, which would kind of fit the idea that these guys get paid these big checks, knowing that even if they win, they're going to get the money anyway, and even if they win, they have to give it back effectively. So, again, we don't know exactly what everyone's situation is, but it would seem that maybe for a little while here, some of these better golfers might not have their, you know, what are they getting? Yeah, the last one. I mean, Stenson won that last one. And, you know, to, to DJ's credit, he was second. He's been up on the leaderboard. It's not like he's been bad. He just hasn't won anything yet. I think the, the fields are getting tougher. It, it's, it's been a crapshoot, honestly. Like, you look at the leaderboards, it's like, oh, Henny Duplass is playing well again. I don't know what to make of this. He's not even I don't in know the, who that is. He's not even in the list right now. So um all right, a couple things to close. We have college football tonight. We have uh midweek football going on. Thursday night football. Thursday night football. There are one, two, three. It's gonna be four, as bad five, as five, NFL six, Thursday seven, night football eight, usually. Nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Oh snap. Fifteen, sixteen games if you count the shitty ones like Portland State versus San Jose State, which Ras just hit. That went from twenty to twenty-two in a in a pretty quick. Um, so that goes. Tennis, Tennessee and Pittsburgh and Oklahoma State are kind of your. I guess Wake Forest is ranked as well. That's those are some good games. I don't, like. You're not excited yeah, for Penn, San Francis versus Akron. Well, Penn Penn State Purdue <laughs> is a game that's happening. I'm not excited for any of that. 
Oh, I'll watch uh, that. It's big. Te- ah, it's your team, I suppose. I'll probably watch the Tennessee game. This has I been my team for decades. Somebody, somebody talked me into laying the thirty-five there. I love Ooh. laying a big number early in the season like that. So Do you still I will, have the forty. Uh, I'll be cheering for the Vols. Let's go Vols, and then yeah, hail to Pitt. We'll bet on Pitt too. But uh, I would encourage you if you actually want some. Do my Gophers play for real? The Gophers. The I'll Gophers be damned. That are my Gophers are thirty-six point favorites against the Aggies of New Mexico State, the Turquoise State. I have no idea if that's their actual nickname. I will say at what, Dan, correct me if I'm wrong, 1 p.m. Central uh, on the same YouTube channel, Matt, uh, who sometimes fills in over here. They know Mr. Rooney. He is uh, working on college football content for the fall. So uh, Phil, uh, who does some stuff over at SB Nation, I believe, he's – Coming in and talking college football. Dan is sometimes on the show. Um, it's a it's a fun one. So check that you out. One if you want here. some college football and, Gophers. and they're going to do a couple shows a week and eventually going to be doing some action betting. But uh, with all the games on Thursday, yeah, one one p.m. Dan is Dan is sometimes on the show. It says, yeah, Dan, I just said that. But yeah, one p.m. Central, two Eastern. There will be college football content check it out if you want to see who the boys are betting this afternoon and then speaking of teams in college football that i would not watch welcome to the party kansas at noon central kansas will have legalized sports betting i think it's six operators not a big state there's only about three million of you but gotta get them all I know there's plenty of people maybe in the Missouri side of Kansas City that may drive over to the Kansas side and do some betting today. If you are excited about that as a Kansasian, Kansasian, check out the show notes on YouTube or in the Twitter or in the, excuse me, the show notes on YouTube or in the uh, podcast form. We have a link to an article where we have taken all the best promos for every single sports book and put it in one place for you. That'll definitely help you out. Take advantage of those promos, free bets, use them on underdogs, risk-free bets, use them on underdogs, bonus deposits, use them, get them, sign up for every book. And like I said, I'll have all the links are there in a nice little tidy article that has it all over on betsperts.com. My wife is thinking about calling into work tomorrow. Hopefully your bosses aren't watching this. She's, <laughs> she's just sick of work this week. She's just she's sick and she's sick of a, work. And I'm sure she'll eat some seafood tonight. It'll be bad. And... So, all right. Yeah, welcome to the party, Kansas. Again, New Jerseyans, New Jerseyans. Make sure to check out Profit Exchange anywhere you are. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. Good luck to all of your college football betting tonight, your golf betting this weekend, your tennis betting right now, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow for a Freeform Friday.